everybody, so today I am going to be talking about the Goodreads, no, I'm not, I'm going to be talking about the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge um, for 2023. This is my most favorite thing, like, ever. I love books so much, but almost, if not more than books, I love lists, so lists of books is honestly, like, the best combination of things I could ever imagine and I stumbled on this I think I want to say in 2020 during like quarantine I think is when I stumbled upon it and I have been doing it ever since and I absolutely love it and um unfortunately <laughs> this year it's not looking so good um, I will wrap up my pop sugar challenge for 2022 in 2023 I'll like it'll come out in like January or whatever but first of all let's just you know we'll just get it out there I did not complete the challenge this year there were some prompts that I struggled with um specifically I think one was like it wasn't the Hugo award it was an Ainsfield Wolf award and almost all of those books were historical and dry the only book that I thought I could possibly read for that was Hidden Figures, and that one I couldn't get to, um, I just, like, couldn't get into it, and then there's other categories where I was just struggling, and, like, stupid categories, categories where I own books that they would fit those prompts, but then the other thing is my whole, like, basically only reading ebooks dilemma, like, I only have, like, such an attention span for, like, certain things right now, and so that really, like, hindered, I'm already a mood reader, so being a mood reader, and mood reading the like limited amount of books I can read basically from my phone it like really hindered my reading this year so not only did I probably not read as much as I wanted to I definitely didn't read physically as much as I wanted to and then I just didn't get to everything that I wanted to read or thought I would get to this year um but that's for another time um so before we dive into the challenge and then also I'm attaching another challenge and then kind of another challenge so we'll get to that when we get there um I first wanted to discuss the discourse and drama around the Goodreads not Goodreads why do I keep saying that the pop sugar reading challenge um because there has been some drama and honestly it got to the point where I had to mute the groups that I'm in because it was just entirely too much and I just realized it just occurred to me today I was like huh I haven't seen any posts about that and oh that's why because I muted it on Facebook um so one of the only reasons why I still have a Facebook to be perfectly honest is I am in different Facebook groups for reading um I'm in the pop sugar reading challenge I'm in like a nannies who read sort of situation um, I think I'm in one more, but I can't remember what it is. And I'm now in the 52 books or something, 52 book club. That's what I'm going to talk about later. But anyway, so I'm in like all these different reading group things on Facebook. And it honestly is, it's, it's like helpful. It's encouraging. It's, um, interesting like throughout the year, because like if somebody's reading a book and it fits a prompt, they say so. And I'm like, Oh, I could read that. Or, um, people ask for advice and I have a lot of, you know, I've, I've been around the block with some of these challenges. I've done the research. I always do these types of podcasts where I talk about all the books that potentially would fit this like prompt so 
I like to help other people out and stuff like that. So it's just like a fun place for me to get ideas, give ideas, whatever. And I really enjoy it. Um, and every year they release the list. Um, I think they used to release it in November and then it kind of has become a thing where it's December 1st every year. And so it's gotten to this point where like everybody's just like chomping at the bit just like to get the list or whatever. So it's been, it was like, you know, right around December 1st, everybody started getting a little kooky and everybody was like, when's the list coming out? When's the list coming out? And apparently there's this, there was this big controversy because the girl who I guess made the list in past years, which to me you would think this would be like a group effort because it's like, this is something that is compiled in my opinion. Um, I don't know anything about Pop Sugar, the company, but I think like that, I think I saw something that like the website isn't even really like active anymore. I'm not really sure. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm like spewing about all the time when I'm like telling you people to do the Pop Sugar reading challenge. I don't actually know anything about Pop Sugar, the company, so probably should look into that at some point. But um, apparently the girl who makes the list left the company and so there was like a bunch of people that were like freaking out because they were like, are we not going to get a list this year? We haven't heard anything. A lot of times there is a post in the group, I guess, which I've never paid attention to, but asking for like suggestions and um, somebody was saying that that didn't happen and I guess there was like an older post with it or there was like a newer post or something, but it was like all kind of up in the air and then somebody confirmed, um, I guess somebody is in the group is like a group moderator but also connected to pop sugar or works for pop sugar I don't know and um they were like okay um like it's coming like don't worry like whatever so December 1st arrives it gets here and honestly the list sucks it's bad and I can say that having done about like three or four of these now um there's a definite difference between this one and previous ones and it's not even like because I know kind of like how the sauce is made like it's just like also just like um and yes I did say how the sauce is made and not the sausage because I think the how the sausage is made is so fucking gross my husband and I were just talking about that and I hope he's listening and I hope he's laughing anyway um so I it's not because I already knew that there was like this inner turmoil happening. It's just because I was reading through the list and I was like, we just did this. Like we just did this prompt last year or we just did this like two years ago or I already like, because books are literally popping in my head that I read for certain prompts that these already fit. And so I'm like, well, what the fuck? And so a lot of the books on the list are repeats. And then other people had issues with other things. Like there's like a one that's like a book from like an indie store or something um or like a book from a secondhand store or something like that and then there's one that's like um a book that I think there's like two on the list that you are technically supposed to buy and it's like one like use your brain and just like change that if you don't buy books like if that's like not your thing then like um, instead of it being from like an indie store or like a secondhand store or like whatever, then like, um, you know, get it from like a little free library or, um, you read a book that was independently published or like whatever, like people make it so much harder than it needs to be. And it's fucking annoying. Um, and that's another thing like about this group, which I'll get to that. Well, no, I'll just do it out cause I'll forget. Um, 
people so everybody's already like starting oh that's another thing people do people start in december which i think is bananas but whatever you do you your challenge your rules this is like the the famous line in this fucking club um but everybody talks about everybody's like starting the challenge or whatever and everybody always is messaging and they're like well i don't do it this way so can i just like you know, instead, can I just do this? Or like, I don't know how I'm going to possibly do this. Like I could, it's like, first of all, like you don't need to tell anybody, like we don't care. Like we don't care. And then second of all, like no one is like holding a gun to your head telling you, you have to do this challenge first of all. And like, also like nobody is forcing you to do it the way that it's written. Like you can literally do whatever the fuck you want to do. And it doesn't matter because this doesn't matter it's not that fucking serious it's not that deep and so then there's not only are there all the people saying these things but then there's all the people that are like oh my god why can't people just like figure it out themselves and like whatever and like it is it's annoying it's very annoying because everybody is like needing their hand held throughout this challenge and like it's it's usually the worst like right after it happens because like everybody's like planning um but it's just like if if the challenge says to read a book that you bought at an indie store and you like for me like I'm probably not going to go to an independent bookstore because I don't frequent independent bookstores and that's like a a, my bad thing because I'm staring at a stack of books I just bought from Barnes and Noble and um I exclusively buy books from Amazon so I know that I'm like helping the problem but like I am just not like a trendy like walking through town gonna go pick up a book at the bookstore kind of person um I also live in a suburb I don't live you know I'm not like well that's actually I'm actually like that's a little bit of a um what is that called when you are it's a cop out um I thought of the word without forgetting the whole time anyway that's like kind of a cop out because all of the there's like a bunch of cities there's like a bunch of downtowns because St. Louis is basically a bunch of small towns put together but anyway I just don't do it and I also have a child I can't even get to the library right now anyway I'm probably not going to do that challenge that way I'm probably just gonna find a book that I bought at half price books and call it a day And that's going to be good enough for me because no one's going to know the difference because it only affects me. And same thing with like other challenges. I can't think of anything else. Um, Well, there's okay. So even like basic things like there was one that I did not complete this year, which is so stupid that I didn't. Um, But it's like, uh, you know, a book that has cutlery on the cover and there's a book. Um. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has a spoon in one of the covers, but, like, it's not in all of the covers. And so it's, like, that's, like, a, you know, what you decide kind of thing. And then there's also situations where, um, like, there was one where it was, like, a palindrome in the title. And so, like, some people were taking that literally, like, the the title, like, Madame or something, Madam, whatever. Um, like, that's a palindrome. But, like, other people were doing like one by one by Ruth Ware like because that's also like a palindrome and like other people were doing just like something that had the word Anna like Anna Karenina like Anna Karenina is not a palindrome but Anna is a palindrome so people do things differently and that's fine do it however the fuck you want to do it and you don't need to announce it and you don't need to tell everybody and it doesn't need to be a thing and you don't need to like agonize over it just like fucking like and it's one thing to be like 
does anybody have any good ideas for like a creative way that I could do xyz because I know that I won't be blah 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 and so like maybe they never thought about going to a little free library maybe they didn't think about like you know borrowing from a friend or like whatever I don't know and so like in those situations I think it's fine but it's like people need their handheld and they need to be told like it's okay you can you know if it says read a book with a pink cover you can read a book with a mauve cover like it doesn't fucking matter anyway this is not even the point of this podcast but this is also not even the point of the drama so um this list is absolute it's just it's shitty it's not great there's a lot of things that are repetitive there are a lot of things even within the list that are repetitive and it's just honestly like kind of disappointing because the thing about the pop sugar reading challenge which is what I've been saying the whole time I've been doing this podcast is it gets you to read books outside of your comfort zone because it highlights other ethnicities it highlights other cultures it highlights other um identities and other types of publishing and it just it highlights all of the world versus just like you know your little small white section of the world you know where you read just like romance written by white women whatever 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 um it like it 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 gets you to read books by authors of color it gets you to read books by you know transgender authors or um asexual authors or gay authors or um male authors or like it it gets you to do that it gets you to read a romance it gets you to read um a memoir it gets you to read something historical like it it gets you to read things that are out of your comfort zone not only does it get you to read things that are out of your comfort zone and spread your reading around which I think is good for everyone especially someone like me who reads as much as I do I think it's good to spread it around a little bit. Like, I think it's perfectly fine. If I wanted to just read all thrillers and nothing else and I only read from white women, like, that's okay. That's, like, my preference. Like, that's fine. It doesn't, like, it, I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not, like, it's, it's, that's fine. But I'm not broadening, like, my horizons and my understanding of, like, people in society today and I'm not, like, learning probably anything and I'm not, like, you know, being inclusive and I'm not like, you know, my recommendations for people maybe aren't going to be as great and things like that. So it's just like, there's, there's like a price that you pay if you are going to be so inclusive or exclusive with what you're reading. So, um, as, and, and like, I, I don't do as well as I would like to do. Like I could, I could do way better. I know that a hundred percent I could do way better, but it's also like, It's a fun hobby, so I don't want to push myself too much, but I do try to just check myself throughout the year and try to be like, hey, you know, when's the last time I read a book by a black person? Let's like, let's look into this. When's the last time, you know, I read a book that wasn't a thriller? Like, let's switch it up a little bit. Things like that. So, um, the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge, especially, especially, especially because I read it and it pretty much takes me the entire year, um, I get a lot of like diverse books and I read a lot of books that I never would have read otherwise there are so many great books that I've read um that I never would have read I never would have forced myself to read and additionally like not just that but like it also just opens you up to books that you might not have seen so a lot of times I even fall into this route where I'm only reading things that I see like 
people post on YouTube and on Instagram and things that are like current and popular and coming out right now. And like the book of the month book club is all new releases. They're not like posting anything that's old. So like a lot of the books I'm consuming are new. So I am maybe not being made known aware of other books that are out there and things like that. And um, sometimes books like, you know, cutlery on the cover gets me to like deep dive into other books that have cutlery on the cover. And then I find a book that I've never heard of. I've never heard anyone talk about. And then I just like end up reading a book that I really enjoy that wouldn't have been on my radar otherwise. So I think like not only does it like get you to branch out in like a cultural kind of way, but it also gets you to just like see that there are other books out there and like turn your head and look at like the book on the left instead of just like staring straight ahead. Like you see like that there's other books that you could look at too. Um, and I think that that's really great as well. So the problem with the list being so generic and so repetitive and so you know whatever is it doesn't do that it doesn't like there's not a lot of hard like quote unquote hard challenges on the list I'm pretty sure there's I should be looking at the list while I'm doing this but I just can't can't pull it up and like do this right now um there's there I'm pretty sure there's not any award-winning books on there at all and I think that's something that's kind of difficult to do. Um, like the Ainsfield Wolf Award, I had a lot of trouble with this year, and that's fine. Um, I read a book that had a Hugo Award this year, and um, that was by happy accident, thankfully, because I don't think I was super interested in any of the Hugo Award books, but um, I was able to do it. I know I read Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell because I needed a women's fiction award, whatever that's called. I needed one of those like last year or the year before. And so I read Hamnet and I fucking loved it. And I never would have read that if it weren't for the Pop Sugar Challenge. So it's just like there's like there's no award winning books on there. So like you're not going to discover I've never even heard of these awards before this challenge. Like I've never even I didn't know that the, I thought there's like a Mark Twain award, there's like a Newbery award, there's like a Nobel Prize. Like I don't know what other fucking books there are. I I know when I see the little gold symbol on the fucking book. That's how I know that a book won an award. Like I don't know. Um so Caldecott, I don't know. So I like so there's none of those on this list. Um, and then there's like not really like I'm pretty sure there's like not really a whole lot of like other cultures or races or things like that. It's not really like it's like super broad. It's like read a book that has a pink cover, read a book that has a blah blah blah, read a book blah 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 blah. Like it's just like kind of basic. Um, and so it's kind of frustrating because like this list in the past has been such a good way to get people to read such a wide variety of things that this list being very basic, it's fine for like a book list for someone who wants to read like 52 books in a year. Like, here you go. Here's a list of 52 random kinds of books. Like, you know, just go for it. Like just read 52 books, like whatever. It's like no big whoop. But like, for this challenge to be what it is and to be what it like what it was and like have this like many people that do it and things like that like it's 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 a little sad and disappointing because it has been better could easily be better 
and instead it was just like it honestly it honestly like there's no way and like a lot of people were talking about this in the group like people were like oh you know the the new girl that took over like this is really harsh like because people lost their shit like there were hundreds and hundreds of comments about how terrible this list is and then there were comments about the comments because they're like people can't just shut the fuck up and they're like oh my god why are you complaining just shut up your complaint about the complaint is worse than the complaint um so everybody's like talking about how this girl who made the list like you know it was really hard work and like she was given you know she was given somebody else's job and it's never easy to take over somebody else's job and like whatever and it's like it's a fucking list it's a list of 50 books of 50 books it's like not it's not that fucking hard it's really not you could literally just like scroll random book awards and like pick one and add it to the list you could just scroll different ethnicities and like pick one add it's like really really not that hard um and a lot of people were saying that in the comments they were like it's you know it's it's not though it's not hard um and it's not that it's not like appreciated ish but like it's not super helpful if it's not doing what its intent is so um a lot of people really pissed about the list and there were a lot of people that were happy because they were like, well, this is great because I have a really hard time when it's such a narrow um, prompt and it's like really hard to fulfill, which I get. Then maybe you should be doing another challenge. Like this is supposed, like I feel like it's supposed to be difficult. Like maybe I'm mistaken. It's not like the New York Times made this list or anything, but like this feels like an educational, like really smart, really well thought out, like sort of way to get people to read things that are diverse. And it it just doesn't feel like there was a lot of effort put into this. It feels like it was like slapped together. And it that's great. And it's like, you know, I'm really happy for all the people that are just like starting out with the Pop Sugar Challenge. Uh, if you've never done it before and I'm telling you to do it every year, this is definitely the year to do it because it's really fucking easy. Um, and I say that and I probably still will not get it completed, but like, that's not the point. Um, so it's like, it's great that it's like really easy, but it's also like, it's like, and like, yeah, okay, sure. I could just like look this all up and do it myself. But like, that's kind of the, the whole point is that it's like a group camaraderie sort of thing. Everybody's doing it together. It's like NaNoWriMo where everybody's writing in the month of November all together. It's like, you know, the 4th of July when you know everyone everywhere is like lighting fireworks and like whatever. It's like, it's like things like that where it's like a group heard sort of situation where you know like you're not the only one doing something and other people are also doing it and like you feel like you have a support system and like it's a it's a community it's a group I mean there's millions not millions there's like thousands of people in this group like obviously like there's something to this that there's like all these people that want to do this and want to be a part of it and want to like help each other and things like that so it's just like really disappointing that it sucks as bad as it does so um yeah a lot of people had a lot of problems with it a lot of people were bitching about it a lot of people were throwing a fit about it a lot of people were whatever and the other thing that really sucks is there were a couple posts where people were putting out suggestions or like there was one post where it was like what what do you think you're gonna see like what do you think um like one of the moderators I think the person that's like in charge of it was like the list is coming. What are your guesses as to what's going to be on there or something? And like some of the people's guesses and then like some of the posts that I've seen in other 
like on other posts talking about like giving suggestions like some people had fantastic suggestions like out of the box suggestions for prompts that I was like holy shit like I would love to try to find a book that like fits that prompt and like just like things that are just like a little bit more difficult than just like it has a pink cover you know what I mean so a lot of people were complaining so I because this is me I was telling everybody or I was commenting on posts that I was agreeing with and things like that and I was saying like somebody should go through and compile a list of all of these challenges that people suggested or all of the um, prompts that people suggested and they should um, post it and nobody did so I did it (laughs) Um, I just like went through and I gathered up all of the suggestions that I saw and then I made a post and like people fucking loved it it was great I didn't get any hate on my freaking post and it was fantastic and um unfortunately I didn't tag any of the people and I told everybody like tag yourself if you see your suggestion but I was not about to go through and like try to tag every single person it was a lot um but there were more than enough suggestions just I think in that post alone that you could have made a challenge just off of that and so that's why it's really frustrating because it's like there are good ideas here there are good nuggets there are good seeds just like pick these and like twist it a little bit if you don't like the direction it's going but like make it make sense the other thing I forgot about this until just now the other thing that's really annoying is typically the book follows or the book the prompts follow the year so because it's 2023 there would be prompts regarding the number three or the number 23 or um the fact like a prime number or um you know I don't know whatever um a trilogy things like that like there would be those kinds of prompts because it's 2023 um if there's like something that happens in 2023 there was I think it's the year of the rabbit so there is a book about a rabbit on in the prompts but like they would be more into the fact that the year is 2023 um and then also the um advanced category so there's like 40 regular prompts and then there's 10 like prompts that are supposed to be a little bit harder but I don't ever think they are I think it's just like 10 more prompts if you can get through the first 40 or something um and typically those 10 at the bottom have like a category that they kind of fit into so in 2022 it was all like two so there was like read a duology and that was like one and two and it was like read um two books that are set in like sister cities and it was like something about like a mirror reflection and something about a twin I don't know whatever there was like it was like things about two and so you would think that the advanced section would be like things about three so like a triangle a tricycle a trilogy uh whatever you know like things like that um tell me why there's not even a category for the advanced section I was pissed so ultimately I looked at the list and I was like this is fucking stupid I'm not doing this but then I was like but this is literally my livelihood which is not because I'm not a youtuber and nobody cares what I think but like this is what I do every year I do the pop sugar reading challenge I get excited I make lists and I do the pop sugar reading challenge so I'm gonna do it and I thought about like maybe I'll just like swap out like challenges I don't like and like pick some of the random prompts like whatever and I was like no that's stupid so I think what I decided is I'm gonna do the pop sugar reading challenge I'm also going to do the 52 book club challenge which looks to me like it's very similar to the pop sugar reading challenge it's 52 books 
It doesn't seem like there's like really a rhyme or reason, but the challenges seem more on par with what I'm used to with the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge. And I don't know why I don't just do that one instead and why I can't like commit to that instead, but I can't. So I'm going to do both and I can't decide if I'm going to let them overlap. Like if one prompt fits the other, um, like do it for both challenges or if I'm going to force myself to read different books. But I think like if that is the case, like theoretically I read like a little over a hundred books a year. So if that's the case, like I would have to read a book to match each prompt and I don't think I want to do that. So I think I'm going to let them overlap. But it's going to get a little chaotic. So I potentially might drop one of the challenges halfway through the year. Stay tuned for that. But then also another thing is I took the prompts that I, so I made that list or whatever. And I had a lot of people comment and say, if I made a story graph challenge, they would follow it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so I went to story graph and I figured out like you can make challenges and whatever, which I spent maybe like a day thinking about and I was just gonna make like challenges I was gonna make like challenges left and fucking right like you know books based on Taylor Swift songs books da 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 challenge this that whatever I was gonna make all these fucking challenges and I was like calm the fuck down you don't get anything out of this like what are you doing so I didn't but I did make a 23 challenge so it's 23 books I think I think I'll look it up I mean I'm gonna talk about it at some point in this podcast but it's 23 books and I took the best prompts I could think of from the list that I compiled and I also tried to make them all fit 23 in some way so I'm also going to try to do that because I think that's really fun and I think that that brings out the fact that it's 2023 a little bit more than just willy-nilly doing challenges so yeah um I'm going to go ahead and get into the challenges now <laughs> because nobody cared. Anyway, all this to say, like, uh, everybody went fucking batshit crazy. And then afterwards, everybody was arguing and there's all these people, like, bitching and, like, all this stuff. And there's all these people that were, like, leaving because they're like, if this is the way that people are going to treat everybody, then I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, also, oh, my God, there was this whole argument about one of the prompts says something, something, um a book with a fat main character or something and when I read it I was like oh like it was like a little bit like like a like a little like a punch you know like it was like a little like in my face a little bit and I was like that was that's weird um and in all of the comments and sections and whatever a lot of people were complaining they were like they didn't like that and whatever and for every person that was complaining that they didn't like that they used the word fat there were the same amount of people complaining that people weren't educated and didn't realize that fat people are taking back the word fat and fat is not a bad thing and um, that is more positive than saying overweight or obese or whatever. Okay, well, not everybody lives in the same vacuum and so not everybody knows that this is happening. If you are just like minding your goddamn business and you're not like you're not you know body shaming anybody you're not doing anything you're you might even be overweight or fat or whatever yourself um you might not know that this discourse has been happening and that people are changing things around and it might be a little jarring and it was a little jarring I was like reading and I was like 
I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that feels weird. Um, so, you know. And so then there's all these people that are like, how could you not know? How could you? It's like, what the? Shut the fuck up. Like, let people learn. Like, say, yeah, actually, this is not an offensive word anymore. And we're deciding it's... A, but that's that's what I don't understand. Is like, who decides it's not offensive? And that is what really gets to me. Because the same thing happens with black people and I like really like this is like such a tangent it's not even like whatever but there are things there are things that happen and I feel like you see like a whole wave of people saying like oh no no no, this is fine like as a like a community society like whatever like black people have accepted like this is fine there's other people that don't and so then it's like like um like, uh, there will be comments. Like, uh, I think I was talking at some point about this one girl was saying something about how you need to read. Like, if you're not reading by black authors, then, like, you're the problem and this, that, and whatever. And there were a lot of people that were, like, agreeing. And then there were a lot of people that were, that like, even black people that were saying, like, um, actually, like, I don't appreciate this, like, line of messaging because this is not helpful and, like, whatever. And it's just, like, it's hard to know because, like, not everyone is on the same page and so this is the same thing with like the word fat like did you consult every single like how does that work like that we're just going to decide that a word is going to be okay or not okay or sensitive or offensive or whatever because like now it seems like if someone says oh like that person's overweight like which I don't know why you would be saying that person's overweight but if for whatever reason you were like oh I'm looking for a book that has like a character that's over I don't know I don't know um and then like you like deeply offend someone because you say that not knowing that like you're supposed to now be calling people fat it's just like it's weird you're just like making these like generalizations that like everybody understands and like everybody's on the same page when like you didn't consult everybody and so it's I don't know how it works because it's like how do you how do you know you've talked to the majority like how do you know that this has been something that has been decided I, I I don't know how things are decided and so a lot of people were flipping out and it's like instead just be like yeah actually this is what we're doing now like this is what we're saying this is this society has decided like this word is good and this is what we're doing and then everybody shut the fuck up like it doesn't need to be like this whole argument but then there were people that are like I'm leaving I can't deal with these people that are fat phobic and blah 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 and they're not like they're not fat phobic they're just saying like the word fat makes me uncomfortable like the word fat makes me feel like I'm saying something bad like I'm saying something dirty like I'm saying like I'm I'm in the wrong because that's what they've been programmed to think they've been programmed to think like if you say the word fat, like, you're being an asshole. So it's, like, they're just, like, trying to, like, understand. And, like, some people are stupid because, like, I I had that same thought. I had the same feeling. I was, like, ooh. I was, like, that was jarring. But I assumed, because it's a public website, I assumed that somebody had fact-checked and done their fucking research at some point and decided that that was an okay word to use. I felt like it was a little bit of a weird word, but I was like, whatever. And then I saw in the post, like, everybody talking about how fat is, like, fine now. And so I was like, okay, got it. This is fine. It's not a big deal. So, like, you could easily read and see that everybody's saying, like, oh, no, actually, it's fine. We have, like, taken back this word and it's no big whoop. But, like, people, a lot of people are commenting and, like, creating new posts and new posts. And that is, like, my biggest fucking pet peeve. In Facebook groups is people that post something that has already been posted 7,000 times. Like, just do a quick search. Just do a quick little gander, you know, to see if someone has already said the same fucking thing that you've already said. Like, Jesus Christ. 
Um, so anyway, that was a whole nother thing. And so then there's all these people leaving and there's all this drama and whatever. And so then I went over to the 52 book club group because I would like to know what this is about as well. And I don't appreciate that this one is a little bit more like you have to go to this website and there's like this, this, like, there's all this, there's all this, um, like paraphernalia. Is that the right word? Paraphernalia is bad. Um, there's all this, like, there's all these like brochures. There's all these links. There's all these things that you like catalogs and whatever. I think paraphernalia might be the right word. Anyway, there's all this stuff and it just feels a little bit like it's not that deep yet again. But anyway, all the people in the 52 book club are also complaining. I don't know what they're complaining about because I wasn't that interested. But then everybody's saying, oh, you should have been over on Pop Sugar because, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And like everybody complaining, like whatever. And it's like, and I think that this happens anyway, regardless, every year. Every year this happens and then people argue and people, it's just like a thing because it's new everybody's flipping out and like somebody's disappointed and like something didn't go the way they wanted it to and then somebody like whatever 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 there's there's a lot of bitching so um yeah but I do think it was a little warranted because like I said I think that this this challenge is trash um but I will maybe call out some of that as we go along and I'll point things out um on the different challenges and stuff as I see them and I'm going to run through the 52 book club challenge I need to make sure that's how it's called or what it what it's called or whatever. And then I'll also pull up the 23 thing. And um, I will let you guys know about that. And you can join my story graph maybe. I don't really understand story graph. And I think it's very clunky. But I also thought um, that Libby was clunky. And now using that, I don't mind that as much. So potentially it's just like something I need to get used to. Because I'm so used to Goodreads. But I don't think I'll ever give Goodreads up. But I don't know. We'll see. Um... But my, um, I'll pull up whatever my, whatever it is for story graph. And if you want to go follow the challenge, you can. I don't really know how that works, but apparently that's a thing. Anyways, I've been talking for half an hour, so let's get into it. I don't know why my Word document is telling me welcome back. Yeah, I was here yesterday. Why is it telling you welcome back? It's fucking weird. Okay, anyway, let's get into it. Pop Sugar Reading Challenge 2023. Number one, a book you meant to read in 2022. This could be literally anything from my TBR. Um, I have actually been really good. I have the last two years. I have um, a 2021 and a 2022 from all the Goodreads new releases that I've talked about. And I've just put them in their own folder on my Goodreads so I can just literally scroll through that and find a book from 2022 that I never got to um or I could just read probably literally any book I own because I probably meant to read it this year and I just didn't have time um number two is a book that you bought from an independent bookstore again I've already talked about this we'll figure it out a book about a vacation basically I'm probably going to choose any sort of beachy summer book that I can find but I have some listed The Summer Getaway by Susan Mallory, The Summer of Broken Rules by K.L. Walther, Float by Kate Merchant, Sunkiss by Casey West, St. X by Alexis Shatkin. I want to read St. X so bad it just like calls my name every time I see it on my book cart and I don't know why I haven't picked it up. I mean I'm not reading physically really so that's why but it just I need to get to that so so soon. 
Um, number four is a book by a first-time author. I, especially because of all the new releases that I read, all of the Goodreads new releases that I look at, all of the YouTube things that I follow, all of the Book of the Month books that I get, like I pretty much, not exclusively, but I read a lot of first-time authors because that's a thing. Number five is a book with a mythical creature. So City of Bones by Cassandra Clare, any Rochelle Mead book, To Kill a Kingdom by Alexander Christo. Number six is a book about a forbidden romance, Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas, Credence by Penelope Douglas, To Kill a Kingdom by Alexander Christo. Um, Penelope Douglas, apparently that's like her thing, I think. I don't know. Um, I, forbidden romance, I, I fucking love. I fucking love. I think these are both like, well, these, the Penelope Douglas ones, I think are like age romances, maybe. I love a forbidden age gap romance. Um, a book with a, oh, number seven, a book with girl in the title. I have Darling Girl by Liz Mikowski. I got that as a book of the month book this year. I probably should read that one, but I also have The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo by Stig Larson, The Other Bowling Girl by Philippa Gregory, and Star Girl by Jerry Spinelli. Number eight is a celebrity memoir. I put on here that I'll probably just read one as it pops up because celebrities are always putting out fucking memoirs. But I have been wanting to read Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. I have checked it out several times and I just haven't gotten to it. And it's not very long so it's like kind of shameful. And then I also put Chelsea Handler on here because I know she has other books like a backlist that I just haven't read all of them. And I really enjoy her books. Number nine is a book with a color in the title. I feel like this could be anything. I'm not even going to like try to find one. I'll just probably stumble upon Number 10 is A Romance with a Fat Lead. There you go. The Fastest Way to Fall by Denise Williams. If This Shoe Fits by Julie Murphy. The Earth, My Butt, and Other Big Wrong Things by Carolyn Mackler. I remember this book was on somebody's nightstand when I was in high school or middle school even. And I wanted to read it and I never did. So I might read it just for the memes. And then If This Shoe Fits by Julie Murphy. Julie Murphy is um, the person who wrote Dumplin'. So it looks good, but I don't know. Number 11 is a book about or set in Hollywood. And, like, this is frustrating because I feel like this is, like, a really popular thing that I just, like, I just feel like I read books like this. But What You Don't Know About Charlie Outlaw by Leah Stewart, Hollywood Wives by Jackie Collins, any of the Lauren Conrad books, When It's Real by Aaron Watt. Number 12 is a book published in the spring of 2023. I think this is trying to get you to read, like, all throughout the year instead of doing the challenge, like, really fast. Um, I would be pissed if it were me. I think that might be something people were complaining about because sometimes people like to read these, like, to do this challenge, like, very quickly. So, like, imagine I read 150 books in a year and imagine the first 50 I just stick to this challenge, like, I would be a little pissed off if I read 50 books and I wasn't able to complete the challenge because there's a book that's like you have to wait until a book is published in spring or summer or fall or winter or whatever. Like I would be pissed. Um, I think that happens in another section of this challenge, but I can't remember. But anyway, I just left that blank because I always am reading new releases and so whenever one comes out, I'll just read. I'm, I guarantee I will read a spring 2023 release at some point. Number 13 is a book published the year that you were born. Not a lot of good books. Not a lot of good books published the year I was born. Um, so there's American Psycho by Brett Easton Ellis and Shiloh by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor. And I just was looking up Phyllis Reynolds Naylor recently because of the Alice books that she wrote. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Um, I've been dabbling in trying to read 
potentially trying to gather a list of books from like my childhood and reading those books because I think that would be fun. Um, number 14 is a modern retelling of a classic. So These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong is a Romeo and Juliet retelling. To Kill a Kingdom by Alexander Cristo I think is a Little Mermaid retelling. Fresh by Margo Wood is an Emma retelling, etc., etc. Um, 15, a book with a song lyric as its title. We literally already had this and I'm so fucking like, what the fuck? It's like word for word the same. Um, One for the Money by Janet Ivanovich. Cruel Summer by Allison Knoll. How to Save a Life by Sarah Zar. Number 16, a book where the main character's name is in its title. This one pissed me off because another thing that the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge does is they always post like a book, like example, like to give you like a guide, like, um, you know, you could technically just read their 52, um, like ideas, like they, they put an idea for each one. And the book that they picked for this prompt is I Kiss Shara Wheeler. Shara Wheeler is not the main character of that fucking book. It's the girl who kissed Shara Wheeler. That's the main character. How fucking dare you? Did you even read? Like, what the fuck? Um, I have The Book of Essie by Megan McClan, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Tartan, The Bright, the Brilliant Life of Eudora Honeyset by Annie Loyans, Britt Marie Was Here by Frederick Bachman, Florence Adler Swims Forever by Rachel Beanland, A Man Called Ove, Uwe, Otto, Whatever by Frederick Bachman. Number 17 is a book with a love triangle. I have Shatter Me by Taharia Mafi and Furyborn by Claire Legrand. I read a lot of books with love triangles, so this is not going to be hard. Number 18 is a book that a book that's been banned or challenged in any state in 2022. The wording on this one is weird, but I do appreciate a banned book being on here, even though we've already had a banned book. But I think because book banning was a big thing this year, I think it's like good to have on here. I have The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, The Kite Runner by Cala Deceni, Speak by Laurie House Anderson, and Me and Earl and the Dying Girl by Jesse Andrews. But I mean, there's a ton, so I'm not worried about that. Number 19, a book that fulfills your favorite prompt from a past challenge. I um, typically, I think this is a prompt that's on every challenge. It's like um, your favorite prompt from a past prompt or whatever. Um, And I typically do a book that was published that year. So a book that was published in 2022. But I'm already doing that basically for a book I didn't get around to. So I wrote Summertime Book on here. So one of the challenges this year was to read a book that takes place during your favorite summer or your your favorite summer your favorite season and mine is summer so I'll probably just read like a beachy summertime book and call it a day number 20 is a book becoming a tv series or movie in 2023 this is literally the same as this year um a man called ove 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 blah 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 by frederick bachman the cabin at the end of the world by paul tremblay daisy jones and the six by taylor jenkins reed they both die at the end by adam Slera. i'm sure there's other ones that I didn't list number 21 is a book set the decade you were born I do think this is fun but like no good books were published in the 90s and also we already had a book published in the 90s like last year um I have the black kids by Christina Hammonds Reed fireworks by Katie Contugno the mall by Megan McCafferty and the secret history by Donna Tartt oh set in the decade you were born my bad not published set my bad. Um, number 22, a book with a queer lead. They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. Radio Silence by Alice Oseman. Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe by Benjamin Elier Sands. 
Santa Sands, Will Grayson, Will Grayson by John Green, I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, City of Bones by Cassandra Clare, If This Gets Out by Sophie Gonzalez, there's a lot. I try to read books by all kinds of people. Um, 23, A Book with a Map, this could be you know, whatever, Six of Crows by Lee Bardigo, Ninth House by Lee Bardigo, A Curse of Dark and Lonely by Bridget Kemmerer, The Sorcery of Thorns by Mark Rogerson, I just read Game of Thrones, so like the next Game of Thrones book, they all have a map, a book with a rabbit on the cover, this is The Year of the Rabbit, this is that, whatever, Watership Down by Richard Adams, Hellbent by Lee Bardugo, Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily R. Austin, Our Crooked Hearts by Melissa Albert. I think it's really funny because um, Books and Lala on YouTube, she did a whole vlog about all the books that have bunnies on the cover, so I'll just find one there if none of these work. Number 25, a book with just text on the cover. This was also one that we had. One for the Money by Janet Ivanovich. Song of Salomon by Toni Morrison. Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat by Oliver Sacks. That's a book about memory that they talked about on the Brain Candy podcast one time, and I have been meaning to read it. The shortest book on your TBR. So some of the ones that were on there is The Iliad by Homer, The Grown Up by Jillian Flynn, Pygmalion by George Bernard Shaw, and Evidence of the Affair by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 27, a book talk recommendation. We literally just had this, but I'll just pick something flashy and call it a day. I'm sure someone on book talk has recommended it at some point. I don't fucking need to frequent book talk. I stay the fuck away from there. Because I feel like BookTok only reads smutty fucking fantasy books. And that's really just, like, not my thing. Anyway, a book bought... Oh, number 28, a book you bought secondhand. So this is basically, you know, it's whatever. Um, I recently got The Diviners by Libra Bray, The Circle by Dave Eggers, and A Study in Charlotte by Brittany Cavallaro. But I also have uh, got other books from Half Price Bookstores, and I'm going literally tomorrow because there's half price book sale. I'm sorry, but by the time you hear this, it will be over. Um, it's like literally one of the best times of the year, though. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, did I do a podcast about that last time? Did I post that? God, that's embarrassing. Um, 29, a book your friend recommended. Um, this was also one we already had, but I wrote Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zavine. Um, I didn't have a friend recommend it to me, but, um, my friend Sarah was reading it and I now own it. So I'm going to call that what it is. Number 30, a book that's on a celebrity book club list. So I have Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister, Honey and Spice by Bula Babaloa. Um, there's so many and next year I'm sure they'll have even more. So I have plenty to choose from for that. 31, a book about a family. This is How It Always Is by Lori Frankel. This is Where I Leave You by Jonathan Tropper. The Vacationers by Emma Straub. The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. Withering Heights by Emily Bronte. Coraline by Neil Gaiman. Sense and Sensibility by Jane Austen. Number 32, a book that comes out the second half of 2023. This, this one. A book that comes out in the second half of 2023. If you are someone that reads a shit ton of books and you are also someone that tries to get this challenge done as fast as possible, that would be really fucking annoying. That's not me. But that would be really fucking annoying. And I'm going to do the same thing with this one. I read all the new releases. So at some point, a book will come out in the second half of the year. And I'll read it. And that will count. Number 33, a book about an athlete or a sport. I fucking hate this one because it's about fucking sports. And I wish I hadn't read fucking Carrie Soto is back yet. Because I would definitely have read that for this. We Are the Wildcats by Saban 
Shabon Vivian, Some Girls Do by Jennifer Dugan, The Deal by Elle Kennedy. The Deal, these books are all over the fucking place. And people, I think they're smutty books. I'm not looking forward to that. Number 34, a historical fiction book, The Lindbergh Nanny by Mara Fredericks, Trespasses by Louise Kennedy, The Circus Train by Amita Parka. I think that was my December book of the month club book. Don't ask me why. 35, a book about divorce. Oh, a lot of people were up in arms about this. They were like, why do I want to read a book about divorce? And it's like, well, fucking, you know, come on. Um, really Good Actually by Monica Heasy, The Divorce Express by Paula Dan Zinger, and Finley Donovan Jumps the Gun by Elle Cosmano. She's divorced. I feel like it counts. Number 36, a book you think your best friend would like. This could be literally any book I read. I could just fucking pick one. And I think this has already been a fucking prompt, so that's annoying. Number 37, a book you should have read in high school. I actually like this prompt. This is one of the few that I really enjoy because I know there are a lot of books that are touted as like high school books that you have to read for school, like whatever, that I didn't actually read in high school for whatever reason. We weren't assigned them. It's not that I didn't read them. It's that we weren't assigned them. So I have Lord of the Flies, 1984, Animal Farm, Catcher in the Rye, Slaughterhouse-Five, The Bluest Eye. Um, I'm sure there's more. Number 38, a book you read more than 10 years ago. I think this one's fun too. Um, so I have like high school books on here. Just I literally wrote high school books. So I'm just going to like try to remember what I read in high school. And then I also have The Kite Runner on here because that has been on my mind to reread because it's been a long time. I read it in high school. Um, that's way more than 10 years ago because I'm an old lady, but um, I'll read it at some point. Number 39 is a book you wish you could read for the first time again. Um, I have Two-Way Street on here, Harry Potter and Vampire Academy. I'm perpetually reading Harry Potter and Vampire Academy, I feel like, so I'm sure I'll read one of those next year at some point, and um, I need to reread Two-Way Street to make sure it's still my favorite book of all time. Number 40 is a book by an author with the same initials as you. So I have The Hike by Susie Holiday, Heartbreak for Hire by Sonia Hartel, Everless by Sarah Holland, The Sisters Chase by Sarah Healy, and The Outsiders by Essie Hinton. My initials are SH. It's so funny because for a long time my initials were SM and they're not anymore. Number 41, a book written during NaNoWriMo. So I have The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern, A Blade So Black by L.L. McKinney, Side Effects by Vary by Julie Murphy, An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. 42, a book based on a popular movie. This, I don't know if it was written wrong, but is almost virtually impossible. But I have Clueless because there's Clueless books, and Clueless was a movie first, and then they made books. And I also potentially might read a Dawson's Creek book for this and just count it because it's based on a TV show, not a movie. Um, but it's always book than movie. So the fact that they want us to read a book based on a movie is fucking weird. 43, a book that takes place entirely in one day. I think this is a fun prompt. They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn, Harcat Art Evelyn Hardcastle, A Sparkle Bite by Jodi Picoult. Number 44, a book that was self-published. I Have the Martian by Andy Weir, Still Alice by Lisa Genova, The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. 45 is a book that started out as fan fiction. I Have City of Bones by Cassandra Clare, and that's the only thing I have written down, so there's that. 46, a book with a pet character, Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher, Animal Farm by George Orwell, Glory by No Violent Bolaweo. Number 47, a book that's about a holiday that's not Christmas. We literally just had a book about a holiday and I'm fucking annoyed. Um, the Rewind by Allison Wynn Scotch, this time next year by Sophie Cousins. Those are both New Year's Eve books, but you know, if I come across another book at some point, then I'll whatever. 
Number 48, a book that features two languages, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bully, Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. Number 49, the longest book on your TBR. We already fucking did this. I have War and Peace by Leo, Tol Leo Tolstoy. I definitely won't be reading that. The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandra Moss. Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell. Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy. Didn't get to that that first time. Not going to get to it now. David Copperfield by Charles Dickens. Vanity Fair by William Mackey Zachary. Number 50 is a book with an alliteration in the title. So I have Angela's Ashes by Frank McCourt. Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik. Macaron macaroon murder by harper lynn and the 13th tale by diane setterfield so something i like to do is like call out the books that i have duplicates of so um um let's see a man called ove oof whatever animal farm born a crime city of bones one for the money the bluest eye seven and a half deaths of evelyn hardcastle they both die at the end to kill a kingdom um, so yeah, there's that. And then let's get into it's, I just have 52 book club. I don't know what it's called. Okay. So for this one, I don't have the author's last names or I don't have the author's names at all. So we're just going to go fly by the seat of our pants here. Hopefully, you know, and if you don't know, then you don't know. But honestly, I'm going to tell you a lot of these books are fucking repeats and a lot of these books are classics. So Number one, a book with a subtitle. I have Invisible Woman, Furiously Happy, Screaming on the Inside, Your Table is Ready, Anatomy, A Love Story, Babel, Wicked, Frankenstein, Born a Crime, Oliver Twist, a book featuring an inheritance, These Fleeting Shadows, The Death of Mrs. Westaway, Three Dark Crowns, Great Expectations, The Count of Monte Cristo, Sense and Sensibility, A Little Princess, Rebecca, The Marriage Portrait. Number three is title starting with the letter G. I have this is G, H, and I, so I assume that they've worked their way through the alphabet with this challenge before. Ghost at a Watchman, Gods of Jade and Shadow, Graceling, Game of Fate, Gilded, Gone with the Wind, The Graveyard Book, Great Expectations, The Great Alone, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Number four, titles starting with the letter H, Hex Hall, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Hamlet, The Hobbit, His Only Wife, Home Before Dark, Honey and Spice, The Henna Wars. Number five, this title starting with the letter I, I'll give you the sun, I'm not your perfect Mexican daughter, if I stay, in my dreams I hold a knife, invisible woman, the institute, the invisible man, the Indian in the cupboard, I've got your number. Is the Indian in the cupboard, is that a PC book? Or is that not a PC book anymore? I know it's really old. I used to love that movie. Number six, under the under 200 pages. So I have Bridge Terabithia, Lord of the Flies, Coraline, Tuck Everlasting, The Stepford Wives, Animal Farm, The Old Man in the Sea, Treasure Island, Murder on the Orient Express, The Invisible Man, Scarlet Letter. Um, spoiler alert, I'm planning on doing something, so I think I'm probably going to end up reading a lot of those books, a lot of the shorties, because I'm planning on doing a, um audiobook challenge situation, at least in January. We'll see. Number seven, A City or country name in the title a gentleman a gentleman in moscow locked down on london lane the beekeeper of aleppo next year in havana when we left cuba tokyo ever after when we left paris number eight a book with a dedication all the light we cannot see city of bones the starless sea the once and future witches throne of glass the da vinci code where the forest meets the stars lies of Loch lamora a skyward of witches a discovery of witches and skyward um all books have dedications 
so that's fucking weird. Number nine it takes place during the Roaring Twenties. A Gentleman in Moscow, Gods of Jade and Shadow, These Violent Delights, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, Bright Young Things, The Light Between Oceans, The Bell Jar, The Lions of Fifth Avenue. Um, I actually just bought a Scott Fitzgerald book, so we'll see. Number 10 is a book about secrets, The Secret Garden, and then there were none, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, The Da Vinci Code, Aristotle and Dante, Discover the Secrets of the Universe, The Joy Luck Club, The Secret of the Bees, Can You Keep a Secret, Home Before Dark, Murder on the Orient Express, Little Secrets, If We Were Villains, The Secret History of Donald Tart. Number 11, High Fantasy, The Hobbit, Howl's Moving Castle, Throne of Glass, Graceling, Game of Thrones, Kingdom of the Wicked, The Lies of Lacklemora, Jade City, Black Sun. Number 12, book published posthumously, The Diary of Anne Frank, Alan Rickman, Persuasion, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. How was that published posthumously if The dra Girl with the Dragon Tattoo has like three books? I'm confused. Number 13, A Survival Story, The Martian, The Colored Purple, Life of Pi, Lord of the Flies, The Survivors, The Odyssey, Project Hail Mary, All the Light We Cannot See, Dune, The Great Alone, Slaughterhouse-Five, 14, set in Australia, Life Between Oceans, The Survivors, What Alice Forgot, The Last Anniversary, The Island, um, Lee, Leanne Moriarty, any book by her. 15, featuring one of the seven deadly sins, The Grapes of Wrath, The Perfect Marriage, The Plot, Lesser, Pretty Things, Lolita, The Mercies, Eligible, Vanity Fair, Kingdom of the Wicked, Moby Dick, The Odyssey. I think that's a fun challenge. 16 by a Caribbean author, which is steeped in gold, black cake of women in salt, hurricane summer, black re leopard, red wolf, these ghosts are family, Patsy. 17 set during a war other than World War One or World War Two. Gone with the Wind, Song of Achilles, The Poppy War, War and Peace, The Tale of Two Cities, Homefront, Pachinko, Beekeeper of Aleppo, The Kite Runner, Dread Nation. 18 typographic cover the boy in the striped pajamas beloved tuesdays with maury drive over the bones of the dead tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow what lies between us dark batter othello 19 a book about siblings sense and sensibility i'll give you the sun my sister's keeper my serial my sister the serial killer my serial the sister killer <laughs> the outsiders the chicken sisters the nickel boys nothing to see here pride number 20 is a secondhand book Number 21, a body positive message. Spoiler alert, honey and spice. If the shoe fits, hunger, starfish, the invisible man. Number 22 is an alliterative title. So again, Angela's Ashes, Cuckoo's Calling, Black Buck, Hex Hall, Song of Solomon, Sense and Sensibility, The Starless Sea. Number 23, a Nordic noir. The girl with the dragon tattoo, an elderly lady, it's up to no good. The tenant, the lost village, the chestnut man. 24, a fashionable character, Emma, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, Wuthering Heights, Anna Karenina, Gone with the Wind, Confessions of a Shabaholic, The Devil Wears Prada, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. 25, has an epilogue. This is every fucking book. I mean, not every book, but a lot of books. 10,000 Doors of January, Home Before Dark, Ones and Future Witches, An Abundance of Catherine's, The Da Vinci Code, Black Buck, You Had Me at Ola, The Lies of Lacklemora, What If It's Us, 26, Newberry Medal Award winner, the Graveyard Book, Number of the Stars, Bridge to Terabithia, When You Reach Me. I'm currently reading Number of the Stars with the Kids, so hopefully I fucking finish that by next year. It's taking forever. Includes a Funeral, The Graveyard Book, Bridge to Terabithia, Firekeeper's Daughter, One for the Money, Hamlet, The Odyssey, The Winners, As I Lay Dying, Regretting You, These Fleeting Shadows, Raise the Blade Tears, 28 Sends You Down a Rabbit Hole. Is this the same? No, it's not. Um... What does sends you down a rabbit hole mean? 
I said, Watership Down, Firekeeper's Daughter, Sapiens, Dark Matter. I feel like it's either it could be about a rabbit or it could be something that sends you down like in a spiral where you're Googling things because you're reading about things. 29, an author with the same name as you. I don't know why I didn't search for this, but I know for sure Samantha Irby is coming out with a book next year, so I'll probably just use her. 30, set in workplace, the Sundown Motel, sign here, the bookshop on the corner, the circle, sweet bitter, the devil wears Prada, remarkably bright creatures, I've got your number, chicken sisters, black buck, how to find love in a bookshop, the dictionary of lost words, animal farm, the circle. Almost exclusively the only time I care about a workplace is if it is a bookstore. That's almost the only time I care. 31, published by Macmillan. Great Expectations, Slaughterhouse-Five, Just Like Mother, Cemetery Boys, The Great Alone, Children of Blood and Bone, Middle Game, The Resemblance. I love that like Great Expectations and a book like Just Like Mother are from the same publisher. That's really funny. 32 is a banned book. Relevant. Diary of a Girl, Color Purple, Speak, Beloved, Lord of the Flies, The Kite Runner, Beloved. I have Beloved on here twice. The Outsiders, 1984, Bridge to Terabithia, The Perks of Being a Wildflower, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, Animal Farm, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Last Night at the Telegraph Club. 33, a book featuring mythology, Song of Achilles, The Odyssey, Piranesi, Neon Gods, The Witch's Heart. 34, a book you meant to read last year. That could be anything. 35, chapters have cliffhangers. I think this is fun. The Da Vinci Code, Wrong Place, Wrong Time, City of Bones, The Maze Runner, Matched, Beautiful Creatures, Life of Pi, The Knife of Never Letting Go, 36, Written in Present Tense, All the Light We Cannot See, Project Hail Mary, The Martian, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Firekeeper's Daughter, The Night Circus, Evelyn Hardcastle, Recursion, The Knife of Never Letting Go, 37, An Enemy to Lover's Plot, Red, White, and Royal Blue, A Curse of Dark and Lonely, These Violent Delights, The Henna Wars, Throne of Glass, Romeo and Juliet, Pride, The Worst Best Man, The Trouble with Hating You, Gone with the Wind, To Kill a Kingdom, We Hunt the Flame, 38, The Final Book in a Series, The Winners, The Golden Enclaves, Finley Donovan Jumps the Gun, A Conjuring of Light, 39, A Book Written by a Comedian, Born a Crime, Bossy Pants, or Samantha Irby's new book. I don't really like comedian books. I should. I could use Chelsea Handler, maybe. Number 40, a character who's a refugee, the beekeeper of Aleppo, the kite runner, the diary of a young girl, Pachinko, a woman is no man. 41, time in the title, the time machine, leaving time, wrong place, wrong time, the last time I lied, crown of midnight, tower of dawn. 42, a book everyone has read, all the light we cannot see, the hobbit, diary of a young girl, da vinci code, the martian, the hitchhiker's guide, to the galaxy, murder on the orient express, the great alone, oliver twist, life of pi, dune, bear town, 43, A Contemporary Setting, The Sundown Motel, Bear Town, Daisy Jones and the Six, Behold the Dreamers, The Lido, Firefly Lane, The Joy Luck Club, The Dutch House, The Goldfinch, which Alex, what Alex, what Alice forgot, The Devil Wears Prada, Nothing to See Here, Before I Call You Mine, The Heart's Invisible Furies, 44, The First Word in the Book is The, Sense and Sensibility, Porn and Crime, The Dutch House, The Death of Mrs. Westaway, Frankenstein, A Discovery of Witches, Things You Save in a Fire, The Invisible Man, The Night Circus, We Are the Brennans, 45, Script Font on the Spine, Rebecca, The Heart Principal, Dominicana, We Are the Brennans, Sparks Being the Wallflower, 46, Set in Dublin, The Heart's Invisible Furies, 56 Days, The Henna Wars, 46, that was 46, this is 47, book by Octavia E. Butler, it feels weird that it's a very specific author. What if you just don't like the author? Um, I, she's been on my list anyway, though. I need to read from her. Kindred, Parable of the Sour, Fledgling. Although I just heard some weird shit about Fledgling. 48, Books on the Cover. 
the woman in the library, the cartographers, the bookshop on the corner, the bromance book club, the field guide to the North American teenager, the messy lives of book people, the 13th tale, autobiography, the upside of falling, much ado about you, the authenticity project, 49 related to the word murder, murder on the Orient Express, and then there were none, my sister, the serial killer, the Thursday murder club, Evelyn Hardcastle, Killers of the Flower Moon, Arsenic and Adobo, In My Dreams, A Hold a Knife, The Graveyard Place, The Graveyard Book, Wrong Place, Wrong Time, Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone, Number 50, A Book That Doesn't Fit Any of the Other Prompts, I feel like this is going to be a pain in the ass, and then Number 51 is a book published in 2023. Um, This is not, is this the right amount of prompts? Oh god, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51. There's supposed to be 52 prompts. How the fuck did I fuck this up? 52 book club challenge. What the fuck? How did I fuck this up? Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Published in 2023. Book that doesn't fit in the prompts. Um, contemporary setting. And he did this. Written by a comedian. The final book in a series. Did I... An enemies to lovers plot. Did I... Did I get all these? What the fuck? Okay. Um... 40... Mmm... These are out of order. Final book in the series. Enemies to lovers. Mmm... Featuring mythology. Do I have that one? Yes. I have this. Um, what am I missing here? Let's see. I have all of these. Oh, dystopian fiction. How did I miss that? Is that what I missed? Yeah, that's that's what I missed. Okay, well, that'll be easy because I fucking love dystopian fiction. Anyway, so a lot of these books fucking repeat, but A Discovery of Witches, A Gentleman in Moscow, All the Light We Cannot See is on here a ton. And then there were none, Animal Farm, Bear Town, Beloved, Black Buck, Born a Crime, Bridge to Cherubithia is on here a ton, City of Bones, Dark Matter, Dune, Evelyn Hardcastle is on here a ton, Firekeeper's Daughter, Frankenstein, Gods of Jade and Shadow, Gone with the Wind is on here a ton. Graceling, Great Expectations, Hamlet, Hexall, Home Before Dark, Honey and Spice, I'll Give You the Sun, I've Got Your Number, In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife, Invisible Woman, Kingdom of the Wicked, Life of Pi, Lord of the Flies, Murder on the Orient Express is on here a ton. My Sister, The Serial Killer, Nothing to See Here, Oliver Twist, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Pachinko, Pachinko, Pride, Project Hail Mary, Rebecca, Sense and Sensibilities on here a ton. Slaughterhouse Five, Song of Achilles, The Keeper of Aleppo, The Bookshop on the Corner, The Chicken Sisters, The Circle, The Da Vinci Code, The Death of Mrs. Westaway, The Devil Wears Prada, The Diary of a Young Girl is on here a bunch, Da Vinci Code.
code. I already fucking said that's on here a bunch. Dutch House, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Graveyard Book is on here a ton. The Great Alone is on here a ton. Hearts Invisible Furies, Henna Wars, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Hobbit, The Invisible Man is on here a ton. The Joy Luck Club, The Kite Runner, The Knife of Never Letting Go, The Lies of Lock Lamora, The Martian, The Night Circus, The Odyssey, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, um, The Starless Sea, The Sundown Motel, the Survivors, The Winners, These Fleeting Shadows, These Violent Delights, Throne of Glass, We Are the Brennans, What Alice Forgot, and Wrong Place, Wrong Time. So that is the 52 Book Club Challenge. Okay, and so for like my little 23 challenge, whatever, my story graph is how novel, it's how underscore novel. I'm trying to make that a thing. I'm, I want to make a new fucking bookstagram, and I already have that fucking like blocked out, the how novel like username whatever um but yeah so 23 books for 2023 29 people are participating and have added a shit ton of books so good for me that people like my shit number one is a book published in 2023 obviously number two is a book with a gray cover the oh i have reasons for all of these so please enjoy those um, the 23rd element on the periodic table is vanadium, which is a silvery gray metal. So that's why I picked that. Number three, the third book in a series, obviously three. Um, number four, a book by an author who shares your birthday. So um, there's the birthday paradox that suggests that in a data sample of 23 people, which it's 2023, there is a 50% chance that two people will share your birthday. So I think it's fun to read a book that has an author with the same birthday as you. Um, or birthday month. Um, I know that uh, Sally Rooney and I have the same exact birthday down to the fucking year. So I'll probably read a Sally Rooney book, but we'll see. Number five is a book that starts with the letter W because W is the 23rd letter of the alphabet. Number six is a book told from three perspectives or with three points of view. Number seven is a book, Molly, that was absolutely disgusting. Number seven is a book with a tricycle or other child-related object on the cover. Number eight is a book related to a crime or about a crime. Oh, also tricycle, tree, three. Um, the number three is written with a flat top to prevent fraud from being turned into an eight, so I thought that would be fun, like about crime. Number nine, a book with a prime number in the title. 23 is a prime number. Number 10, a book that has been made into a movie. There are two movies about the number 23. Number 11, a book by William Shakespeare or a retelling. Shakespeare was thought to be born on the 23rd, died on the, 20, the 23rd, and Caesar was stabbed 23 times. Number 12, a book with a rabbit on the cover or in the title because 2023 is the year of the rabbit. Number 13, a book containing a sport. Um, NHL bot web NHL legend Bob Nystrom, NBA's Michael Jordan, and soccer superstar David Beckham all wore or wear the number 23 jersey, or so I read. Number 14, a book that won the Nobel Prize in honor of John Forbes Nash, a mathematician who won the Nobel Prize and was fascinated with the number 23. Um, number 15, a book about a religion that you don't practice. Number 23 is a holy number in many religions. Number 16, a book written in verse or containing poetry, an ode to three little pigs, three blind mice, three bears, etc. Number 17, a book with a triangle or a pointed building or house on the cover. Number 18, a book set in at least three different cities. 
number 19, a book with a shiny with shiny details on the cover or a title containing a shiny synonym, specifically bronze for third place, but no need to get technical. Number 20, a book with a title containing a word you don't know in honor of Icostragon, which is a 23-sided polygon. Um, number 21, a book containing Latin or that has been translated to or from Latin. There are 23 letters in the classic Latin alphabet. Number 22, a book about the body, medicine, or science because we have 23 chromosomes. And number 23, a book that makes you happy because 23 is a happy number. Google it. I couldn't explain it if I tried. I think my challenge sounds the most fun out of all of them, honestly, just reading through it, like objectively. Like I totally forgot what was on that challenge and it was making me happy just reading through it and my little like snotty notes that I put on the challenge as well. So yeah, if you had to pick one, I mean 23 books is not that hard so like maybe you could just do mine, but I don't get anything for it and so that's like the thing. It's like it's not ever going to be like a really big deal. It's not going to be like how novels fucking challenge or like she read he said's fucking challenge or samantha huge extra lines it's fine it's fine it's fine so this podcast is going to be 700 years long and it's basically me just saying the title of 700 books and me rambling about drama that you probably don't even care about but in the event that you give a shit about the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge or the 52 Book Club Challenge or the 23 Book Club Challenge or whatever, I need to workshop the title 23 and 23, you know, that challenge, my challenge. Um, there you go. There's some ideas for all of those challenges, except for my own challenge, which I'll update you maybe at some point in the future. Um, yeah, I just love, I love I love books, I love lists, and I love lists of books. So I like getting ideas, and so I would happily listen to a podcast um, telling me all of the books that fit into those categories because I would just take notes and be like, this sounds good, this sounds good, I'll do this, whatever. Um, It's probably not super helpful. And I actually think that um, when I've done this in the past, I've kind of highlighted the book that I thought I would probably read specifically instead of giving you a list of like 10 fucking books for each category I think I just gave you like one like I'll probably read this I'll probably read this whatever 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 um and I think my plan was to go back and reflect and see if I actually did that I don't know I don't listen back to my podcast enough to know what I'm fucking talking about and I'm really tired and I've been talking forever so I'm just gonna go I'm sorry this is hot ass garbage but 2023 will be a better year okay it's happy 23 is a happy number google it Until next time, friends.